Hi friend, I want to take a second and acknowledge you because if you're listening to this, it means that you're actively seeking ways to improve yourself, to get better, and I think at the end of the day to earn some money online. Is that right? But again, it's not about the money. It's about what the money will offer you. And we are all different. Like, I want to get the get out of debt that I'm in. I want to help my parents from the debt where they're in. And ultimately, I want to live more free, more of a free life where I have control and where I can actually like choose what I want to do, where I want to go, who I want to be with, what I want to eat, and just have that freedom of choice, freedom of place, and all of those good stuff. Like at the end of the day, it's all about that, as well as like spending more time with our loved ones, right? And again, if you're listening to this, I would assume somewhere in the back of your mind, you have those similar desires. Like it can be your own kind of way, but our goal is usually money so that we can achieve those stuff. And this affiliate marketing and online entrepreneurship game can be really lonely and definitely difficult. But the good news is that you don't have to be alone. Uh, I tried to do everything by myself for the first two years of my journey. And I just ended up being like overwhelmed and stuck and without making a lot of money, if I'm going to be completely honest. Uh, So I don't want you to be stuck like I was. I am reopening free coaching calls this Monday. And only for those of you who are serious about making affiliate marketing game work, just contact me on Messenger or go to affiliatejourney.co slash drug. You can find me over there and you can schedule your free call. I want you to know that you're not alone and I'll do my best to help you on your own journey. Anyways, uh, sorry for this. I was kind of like inspired to talk to some people who are pretty much alone uh, or felt that way. And if you're my listener, I definitely don't want you to feel this way and I want to help you out. Anyways, if you're a first-time listener, uh, you're at the right place. First of all, you're listening to Affiliate Journey, and I'm your host, Mildrag Milenkovic. Uh, now, I do interviews like the one you will hear now every Friday. Well, I release them every Friday, and I interview six, seven, and eight-figure earners, marketers, affiliate marketers, online entrepreneurs, and I'm trying to dive deep into their mindset, the strategies, the tactics they're using to reap the success in their own business, and so that you can use those same principles and apply to your to your own business and achieve, achieve some extraordinary success. Now, I also release SoloCast episodes every Tuesday where I'm sharing my own journey and strategies and tips and tricks, uh, tips and tricks on uh, what I did, what worked, what hasn't, so that, again, you can apply to your own business and take that little shortcut. There is no real shortcut to success, but at least you can make a few mistakes less and maybe shorten the curve from two years to one year or six months. And instead of like wasting $10,000, maybe you can invest $2,000, right? So yeah, 
anyways don't forget to subscribe for this very reason if you don't want to miss any of the new and upcoming episodes and not only that but we are nearing the episode 100 and i'll probably do some big giveaway for it and yeah that would be all our today's guest is paul motley and he and i have a long history like uh, we've been known each other we know each other for like two years now he's a dream car winner that's a reward for over 100 people that are using click funnels under your link uh recently he joined blake's program and he's been crushing it with it as well he also recently started a podcast so he's constantly growing working on himself and it's been a pleasure talking to him i think you will have a lot of value so yeah without further ado enjoy the episode Hello everyone, welcome back. You're listening to Affiliate Journey and I'm your host, Miodrag Milenkovic. And today's guest is someone I actually, like, he's one of my quote-unquote oldest, but not by the age, uh, online friends. We've been chatting, I think, almost two years it's been. And, like, I wasn't even that active at the time. I remember chatting to him, like, again, I think it was like... Uh, august 2018 or something so known him for quite a while and man his journey is super exciting like he has quite a bit of accomplishments and we'll dive into them but i want you to please help me in welcoming paul motley paul welcome to the show my friend dude it is an honor and a pleasure to be here and uh, yeah loving that introduction that that makes me sound even way better than what i really am and for the age thing i probably am one of the older ones so i don't mind that that's cool well you don't seem that old man and i don't think it's exaggeration like paul is a dream car winner but you will probably hear that also in the intro and outro as well uh that's one of like your main accomplishments that i know of. uh maybe you're also two comma club winner that i don't know of yet <laughs> No, sadly not yet. It's on the way. <laughs> That's awesome, man. All right. So the first question is always like a bit more about your background story for people that don't know you. And also like, why did you choose to work online? And why did you choose entrepreneurship and not follow that traditional nine to five route? Well, I mean, that's, that's interesting. I probably will share my age off a little bit now because um, I actually ran my own bricks and mortar business for 24 years, All right? So going through that process, I mean, going from working uh, for a national company to having doing the same thing, but for myself, um, all of a sudden I needed to learn how to market. I needed to learn how to um, kind of like get things out there, get attract leads, close sales and all that sort of thing. But it was kind of like, I've always had that little spark, if you like, you know, I've always had these little things, you know, I remember, you know, reading books on like penny shares and stuff like that back in the day. And, and, you know, and like plugging into people like Brian Tracy or Jim Rohn and, and people like that. So there's always been that spark there, if you like, but it's really only sort of like the, the later years when 
everything started moving from uh, printed ads to online ads that I really had to start, you know, making a huge change, huge shift in the business. All of a sudden, then we needed a like a website and then we needed to have, um, you know, a way of getting leads. Then we needed to have Facebook. Then we needed this, then we needed that. So it was kind of like everything was put upon us to actually start doing this thing. So it wasn't sort of like, you know, I, I woke up one day and thought, you know what, screw this. I'm just going to start making money online. It was almost like a, a, a wanting or a needing or we had to do it. So of course with me sort of like plugging myself in as much as I could, the more times you plug yourself in online, guess what? That shiny object keeps popping up. And there's all sorts of things out there which you can get involved in. And I remember even before, um, you know, during that time, during those 24 years, I actually got started into uh, um, network marketing and actually started doing that and did reasonably well with that. In fact, I actually held my own uh, weekly sort of like presentation, if you like, uh, did that nine o'clock Wednesdays, you know, for, for months. And that was for a company that was doing uh, video email. And did reasonably well with that, won a couple of competitions and stuff like that. But obviously life gets in the way, you know, family, kids and work and everything like that. So I kind of left it alone for a long time. It was only probably maybe three, four years ago when we really needed to find a good way to get and generate leads for our business online, yeah? And I think I must have come across... um, places like Digital Marketer, um, like the, the guys over at Samcart, uh, Lead Pages, and all these things like that. But And I must have got hit with a with a, uh, a targeted audience Facebook ad from Russell Brunson selling the dot-com secrets book. And I remember I thought, you know what, I'm going to order that. I'm just going to check it out and see. And I think I was traveling back from the States when I read it for the first time. And it was an overnight flight, so it was like eight hours, nothing to do, never sleep on those flights anyway. So I kind of read the book cover to cover. And of course, all these things started flooding back to me from previous years and previous things about getting leads and stuff like that. And then it kind of split down the middle because while I was using the principles that that he taught in the book to help our business grow, I was also started doing my own little bits and bobs as well. So, you know, started looking at something that I could create as a lead magnet, something that I could sell, something that I could send people through. So it's, it was a, almost like an amalgamation. On one hand, it was a need to do. And on the other hand, it was the entrepreneur hat, which kept sitting on and thought, yeah, this is something that I really wanted to do. And going forward, obviously, with going that, buying ClickFunnels, um, sitting through the, the Funnel Hacks webinar, as it was then, um, buying the package, which was, I think, for 997, which was easy because it was a business expense. We could write it off straight away. So it wasn't, it was, it was simple because it wasn't even like taking money out of my own pocket. Psychologically, I, I had it for free. Does that make sense? So <laughs> that was kind of like how that worked. But then, of course, you start noticing like the, the affiliate group of uh, ClickFunnels itself. And I started seeing all these people getting this money. And I thought, well, you know, if I only recommend a couple of people then, and they start using it, then I could get mine for free, basically, because of the commission is going to offset the cost. And that made sense. 
And it was from that that I started talking to people generally. Obviously, my interest grew. So I was making more contacts through the groups themselves, not just for asking and finding out how to use the software in the first place, but also then when I had that knowledge and someone else popped up a question, I was like, oh, yeah, I know the answer to that. And you, you strike up this relationship. And through those relationships, that's where the affiliate sales started coming. So, yeah, it was, it was kind of like that was how it all started, I guess. Man, you mentioned a couple of really big things. First, I want to stress something. It's funny. Like a lot of people I talk to, their stories start with like Russell somehow impacting their lives, either through dot-com secrets or expert secrets or OFA even. Like a lot of stories come back, back to that. That's pretty pretty interesting and I love a couple of points you made one was the emphasis on marketing like you realized hell I need to learn how to market now which is like huge thing a lot of affiliates don't realize that they even though they're affiliates like you need to market like it doesn't go doesn't happen without that and lastly I love what you said at the end Again, I see a lot of affiliates come and trying to promote ClickFunnels as this like business in a box opportunity. And you said like, first you actually understood the software by using it, then you helped people and you created relationships and then you created affiliate commissions and they missed those steps. So let's dive into something out of that because I know we have more than a few listeners who are in ClickFunnels groups. So how did you? Let's break it down. How did you start with promoting it and how how did you get that success and eventually how did you win the car? Well, I mean, like I said, I mean, to start with, um, I mean, the very first person that actually bought ClickFunnels through me was my, um, the guy who used to be my personal trainer. Um, and he was looking to promote his um, one-to-one coaching and you know over the years he's he's still stuck with it and i always had a break or two in between when he's not been using it but he's still back on now and and what's great is and what i get amazing um you know thoughts about is the fact that he's actually used the knowledge that we started out and, and we kind of like interacted a lot with and he's then taken that and pushed it so far forward he's now completely out of the gym and he doesn't do one-to-ones anymore he does group coaching online and so he's basically he could work from anywhere in the world. I mean, obviously at the moment things are tricky, but giving that freedom. And I remember I bumped into him uh, one or two months ago, and I was just asking him, I says, how's, "How's it going? You know, what's, what are you up to?" He goes, "Mate, I'm out of the gym." And I says, "What do you mean?" He says, "I'm now earning more doing the online coaching than I was doing one to one. You know, sweating it." 30 40 hours a week with with you know personal coaching on uh, doing this gym stuff and that was that was amazing for me that was great because that was kind of like where it all started and just having that feedback there was fantastic and again it it rolls around um i always found that the more you can help people um the better re- the relationship is so and i always try and do that as well it's very rare that you know, I'm, I still get this now, you know, when people will ask uh, in one of the groups and they'll say, oh, who's got the best bonuses for this or best bonuses for that? And, you know, it, and some some smart aleck will always come along saying RIP inbox because they know they're just going to get spammed with links 
hundreds of them probably of people desperate to get those commissions in. But I think the, the best thing that you could ever do is to help somebody based on what they're purchasing. So, and that is kind of like how it, how it grew up from like one or two affiliates up to, I think it was between 20 and 25. All of those signups came through just having relationships and helping people. And, and in some cases, it actually surprised me when they said, oh, I don't actually have a ClickFunnels account yet. You know, because I'm talking to them and showing them how to do things and, you know, getting on one-to-one calls with them sometimes and running through and showing them this, showing them that. And, uh, yeah, the surprise was, oh, I don't actually have an account, um, but give me your, you know, your, your affiliate link and I'll, I'll get it when I'm ready. And, you know, it was, it was quite interesting how that sort of like kept going. Um, move on a little while. And then all these little things started popping out. And what I tried to do was, was have something that, that achieved or solved a problem, but it needed ClickFunnels to work, you know? So you would say, okay, right, well, if you're trying to achieve this, then we can do that. But this is the tool that you need to do it. And I found that I got a bunch of accounts running through that as well. And if done right, then of course, you know, you can, if you're using ads, you can use the whole tripwire sort of right thing to offset some of your costs and you know, you're going to get it on the back end. Um, and ultimately I think that got me, I was up to probably uh, anything between 70, maybe 80 accounts. And I started using paid ads then, uh, got um, coaching because I thought that was the thing to do rather than struggle and, you know, spend money on stuff that I really didn't understand at the time. Based I went out and reached out. People. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I went and reached out to a few of the other guys that I knew had already won the dream car um, and got personal coaching from them and using those principles and also the stuff that I learned from Spencer Meekham as well, because I bought his course. Um, I bought uh, Greg Jeffrey's course you know, I bought stuff from um, James Hurst. Um, I'm sure I bought stuff from Jacob Karras. You know, all these different people that I knew already had what I wanted. And um, I was able to like plug into that. And that's eventually what uh, tipped me over the, um, over the threshold back in, I think it was about a year ago. So about June um, 2019. And one question, when you were starting out helping people were you targeting more of a business owners with particular problem or were you targeting affiliates? No, a lot of it just came from within the group itself. Um, you know, it was, it was something, I mean, if, if you've seen how many different things I've tried in my, uh, my own affiliate account, I was actually trying to find a page today and I realized that I had, um, I mean, I could refresh now, but I, I remember distinctly there was, there was over, um, oh gosh, how many funnels? Over 300 funnels in my account itself. It, it was crazy. There's, there's a crazy amount in there. And I think it was, um, yeah, it was something like over, over a thousand pages or something like that. Maybe, maybe more. So, you know, it's, it's, I've done a fair bit of, um, funnel building if you, if you like so yeah there's been a lot come through that yeah but let's break down the principles like first you took action like that's obvious 
Second one, you invested in yourself. You hired a coach uh, to help you and you invested into courses when you didn't know how to do things. So for some people who are, let's say skeptic, that's probably not the right word, but they're hesitant to invest in either themselves, a course or a coach or a mentor. Like, what would you tell them? Like, how are they hurting themselves in the long run, even though they maybe save like a couple of hundred or thousand dollars initially? Well, you've got to look at it. You've got to, you've got to look at it uh, two ways. You've got to look at it on a time basis and how much you value your own time. And um, it's a funny story. Only like two, three months ago, I'd, I've never used Photoshop before and I needed to alter a Photoshop template because I was updating my Facebook profile and I was doing some client work and I needed to update theirs as well. And the first one was done for me. The second one that I was doing for a client I had to just change a picture out. That was it. And I spent eight hours trying to figure out how to do that thing, right? And I'd never used it before. Now, I know in hindsight, if I'd have gone to Fiverr or Upwork and said to someone, here's, you know, here's what I need doing, go ahead and do it, that would have saved me uh, you know, a whole bundle of time. Because if you think to yourself, All right, what am I worth? What is my current earnings how many hours a month do I put in? So what am I worth per hour? And then if I multiplied that out by eight and, and I would have kicked myself, I would have thought, geez, I could have, you know, at least less than 10, um, you know, divided that by 10 and had the result that I wanted in half the time, at least. So it just made sense to go forward. So I think people have got to look at that, but also as well, you've got to look at especially if you're using any, any type of paid ads, whether it be with Google, whether it be um, YouTube, Bing, Facebook, um, Instagram, Pinterest, or any of the other platforms which offer paid uh, ads. If you really don't know what you're doing, you are paying them a tax. You're paying a stupid tax because you are literally just throwing money away without knowing you know, how efficient you could be. And I think that's, Ultimately, where I would say to people, if they're trying to get to a certain, you know, solve a certain problem or trying to get to a certain level, then it makes sense to shorten the curve and shorten the time to get there by going and getting either coaching, mentoring, or buying a course which will solve that problem for you. I absolutely agree. Like, I was stuck for quite a while before actually, like, I was trying to do everything in my business, not to mention that I was doing already too many things. And it wasn't until I like got the mentor and cut a lot of the things I was doing and put my focus on a few important stuff and revenue generating activities that it like took a turn. So I absolutely agree with that. Now, recently, I also seen you having some great success in yet another program. Like this time, it's not ClickFunnels affiliate program. So again, what are some of the main principles you, you've used to reap that success? Like, was it similar to the way you approached ClickFunnels affiliate marketing? Or like, what did you do? Um, yeah, I mean, this is going back to my uh, Facebook funnel where um, effectively we're actually helping people and teaching people how to turn their Facebook profiles into, uh, almost like a landing page, like a website. So you can, 
then send people off to either uh, either your website, either to a lead capture, either to a Facebook group, either to go and buy a product, um, or just you know to send to affiliate offers as well. And I, I don't think people realize just how vast the market is out there. There are millions of people which could actually use this thing. And I've used, um, I mean, I'd say 80 to 90% of the income that I've got from that is, again, purely from organic. So you never know how many people actually come to your Facebook profile. But if I put tracking links on every link that I possibly can have on my profile, I'll know how many times people have clicked on it. So, you know, you can kind of like wait up and think, right, if I'm getting like um, 10 or 20 clicks a day um, through my Facebook profile, then I know that I'm doing pretty well because for every click, I'm saving at least between $1 and $2 in ad spend because that's sometimes how much it can be. And most times it's, it's so much more targeted because people have actively come and searched you out rather than been interrupted in their day while using an ad. Um, so yeah, that, that funnel did really well and, and it still does well now. Um, I've shifted over now to using paid ads for that. So that's something it is always quite amusing and funny and ironic when you get the odd comment on there saying, Oh, how interesting you're using paid ads to advertise an organic Facebook traffic program. <laughs> and I think what people go try and understand there is that even on my own Facebook friends list, I have been ruthless and cut them down. But if I had 5,000 on there, then the most reach I'm going to get is 5,000. So, and that's on my own personal posts. So yes, to use the ads, you do get to reach more people. So that is kind of like how that works. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was lucky. I got, uh, I partnered up with a guy called Blake Newbar who actually designed the whole thing. So we had a white labeled version of it. And um, later on, he actually decided to um, make an affiliate program from that. And, and again, just by going over the top, helping people, um, offering um, complimentary products, services, and tools to his offer has drawn people towards me actively asking if they can join with me as well. It's normally probably on a regular over the last month or so, I would get someone asking uh, one every two days, sometimes nearly every day. Um, and they'll either buy or they won't. And and that's kind of like how that works. But of course, it's a high, high ticket affiliate product. So it's not something cheap that they'll just go and just go out and on an emotional purchase, they'll actually take some time and figure it all out first. And I think that's still the best way to go. You know, you've got to still do your due diligence on these things. That's true. And I love, love those advices. Now, say you're talking someone to someone to someone who is either a real beginner, maybe two months into affiliate marketing, or someone who is like, say, a year, year and a half in, but haven't had any success. What are like top three or four advices, principles, whatever you would give them now either to start or to see traction if they are still stuck with their affiliate marketing? Just go back to basics. Um, no matter what your experience level, if, you, if you're experienced and you're not getting the results or if you're just brand new, then you have to like reverse engineer this stuff. You have to go back and think, right, how am I going to do something? If I'm, if I am passionate about something, then I'm going to continue with it. So you think, right, who would I like to sell to for a start? Who, which market, which niche am I interested in the most? 
And then you can go and find out what sort of things that they're struggling with, or is there anything that they could probably need to help their business push forward? And then you go and look for a product that can help that. So you always start with the end in mind, but you've got to reverse engineer it. You know, you've got to have something that has a demand for before you go out there. I mean, anyone can go on ClickBank and go and find affiliate products for almost anything these days. doesn't necessarily mean there's a market for it. So it makes sense to go and seek out the demand first and then go backwards. I love that. I've been telling that to people for quite some time, but they don't listen. I'm not sure why. I'm like, of course not. <laughs> find, find people, find the problem, then solve the problem for them. Like you're paid for the problem solving in the marketplace. You're not paid because you took the highest converting offer on ClickBank and praying that someone will buy from it and then wondering why it doesn't work. Um, all right. So also like at the beginning, we touched upon this a bit, uh, a bit. You said you realized that you need to be better or to learn marketing. And I also try to explain this to affiliates like uh, affiliate part is just 10%. You need to learn how to market. So what are your top tips for people who want to improve their marketing? Maybe they still suck at it. Maybe they're aware or not, but they usually do. If they're not making money, they usually suck at marketing or at selling. So what are your top advice for that? Um, a top advice would be more choo- be more choosy on who you learn from um, because you can still see some um, crazy stuff out there, especially on Facebook, about, you know, there'll be people teaching certain principles and certain things, and then you, you can spot it a mile off straight away. I mean, I, I still get it daily now. Uh, I get Facebook messages with um, just um, a link in it. Uh, you know, and people are saying, oh, hi, here's my link for this, or here's my link for that. And you just think, no, that's not the way to do it. You know, you've got to try and build that relationship first. Go for the long haul. If organic is the way that you're going to go for it, then, you know, you treat it like, you, you know, you're just starting out a brand new relationship in the real world. You know, and Ryan Dice said it, said it the best. You're not going to go and ask someone to marry you uh, the first time you meet them. And the rare occasions, obviously, but you know, there's certain celebrities out there which probably do that. But you know, it's in general, you know, you've got to take time and nurture that relationship before you even introduce the concept of any form of commitment, um, whether that's personal or you know, people getting the wallet out. I love that getting that no like and trust playing a role. So, do you have any? tactic particular you use for building no like and trust with your audience um to be honest with you it's a lot of it at the moment is just getting content out to people um i mean like yourself i have my own podcast which i'm i'm actually putting content out every day with that um been doing the everyday one now for i think we're on episode 52 today possibly but i think there was already like eight recorded so it could be like 45 46 days in a row um mainly because i read the traffic secrets book and russell brunson said if you do a podcast for every day for a year you never have to worry about money again so i'm pretty keen to uh, test that theory Yeah, I, I believe him. Like I'm not, I'm putting out two episodes a week and it still changed my life. So doing one a day, I have no doubt. Like if nothing else, like if you don't, even if you make zero money directly from the podcast, 
like just developing your voice. You know this probably like maybe first five episodes, it's kind of awkward and it's get, getting better and better. But the more you publish in any form, be it podcast, YouTube or written content, like the more you publish, the more you develop your voice, you build your audience and you grow as a brand. And of course, money is a byproduct. Not only that as well, you, you start learning uh, and you start streamlining things and you can you can figure out what works, what doesn't work. And, you know, the, the, the simpler and easier something is, the more habit forming it can be. And once it's a habit rather than a chore, then it's obviously a lot easier to keep going. You probably noticed that through doing your podcast. Um, I mean, I, I started trying doing that earlier on in the year with YouTube videos, but I think if I'd have stuck with that, I'd have probably stuck with it. But I, I was doing one a day for a while there. And it was cumbersome. You know, you would record the video, then you'd have to edit the video, then you'd have to put this in, put that in, make sure the music wasn't copyrighted or, or anything else like that. Make sure you put your call to actions in, make sure you do the description right, your SEO and all that sort of stuff to get it ranked. And then you've got to promote it. You know, there's a whole lot of stuff to it. Now when I'm doing my podcast, um, I was speaking to someone um, yesterday and he was looking to start his own podcast. In fact, I'm going to talk to him in a little while. I can actually get my podcast recorded, uploaded and promoted in 30 minutes. And that includes the recording. <laughs> so if it's, if it's just me, then quite often, you know, it's a real quick go. Um, I'll bang out some content. I will literally tell people exactly what's going on. And, and it is probably a little naughty of me, but I do tend to tell people a lot of stuff, which normally they'd, they'd only find in paid courses. But sometimes it slips out and I can't help that well that's fine it will make them stick probably and yeah i agree it's it's when it's more convenient convenient it can become a habit and not a like it's better than becoming a chore and having to do it like no it was eight or nine months ago i was at a place where i had my full-time job uh, I had maybe three or four hours a day. I was looking for people to interview, interviewing, editing for podcasts, publishing, marketing, doing the same on YouTube, editing video, uh, thumbnails, uh, SEO, marketing that. Plus, I was doing like funnels and email marketing and Instagram. And I was like... Yeah, so. yeah, it explodes. <laughs> it's too much. And... I was talking to um, uh, Spencer Meekham about this um, last week, in fact, and obviously now he has some VAs, so he can actually, like, if he's doing, he will churn out, like, um, five videos um, in one sitting, and they'll just send them away, and then they get, you know, the, the VA knows how he likes it all editing out, how it likes presenting, and everything else like that, and it will get uploaded for him. That's kind of like a utopic way of... Uh, producing content i mean it's probably very similar to the to how uh, gary vanderchuk does it i mean i can just imagine you know four or five people wandering around with cameras following him all day filming what he's doing and then going away each each of them actually chopping it all up syndicating it out to all the networks and you know he just gets on with his day and he just happens to be talking at the same time and so, you know, that's, uh, that is how I see it. I mean, it might be completely different, uh, make no assumptions there, but you know, you could see how that would work, but obviously you've still got to have the funds there to pay for a team and have people do it for you. 
Exactly. Like my plan is to come back to the YouTube. It has that like sweet uh, passive income potential. So my plan is to come back, but only when I'm ready to do it like Spencer, when I can just shoot and proceed like VA, edit, do the SEO, do the thumbnail and I'll do the marketing. So yeah, I plan to come back to the YouTube pretty soon. And I agree with what you said. Uh, I know you're short on time. So could you could you tell to listeners like where they can find you, where they can find your podcast, listen to you, follow you and learn from you? Uh, yeah, I mean, probably the easiest way to do it would be just go and do a search for Ultimate Affiliate Marketing. Uh, that's the name of the podcast at the moment. Um, it's doing really well, starting to creep up some charts and getting some decent downloads on there. So yeah, like I said, there's always some nice bits of content on there. I do have a free um, toolbox that people can get access to. That's always in the show notes. So yeah, that's probably the easiest way or just reach out directly on Facebook. That's fine too. You heard the man. And as always, you can find the links at affiliatejourney.co slash Paul M with an M because we already had Paul on the show and we don't want that to overlap. So affiliatejourney.co slash Paul M and you can find the links he mentioned or you can just search for them yourself. Paul, it's been a pleasure, man. It was a fun talk and thanks so much for being a guest, man. Awesome, man. I appreciate it. Really enjoyed it. It was good fun. Sure was. Everyone, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review if you enjoyed and got some value. And until the next time, peace out.